Are you in a meeting still? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't see you. I was like <laughs> waving like an idiot. We're the Reading Queens, and we're here to blab about our favorite books, why we love them, and the book boyfriends we wish were real. And we're back for another episode, so welcome or welcome back. We're thrilled you're here. I'm Valia. I'm Hannah. Joanna. And I'm Abby. Welcome, and I'm so excited for us to be back for another episode all together. Um, I love these like different groups and just getting, you know, just getting to hang out every week. So how is everybody today? Doing great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Not everybody at once. <laughs> I just ate some tapioca pudding that I made. Speaking of not anything. <laughs> just random. Just random things. Yeah, I put like pumpkin spice in it. So I'm feeling pretty good because I just ate all so of that. So fancy. And Joanna, you were getting ready to move, but you haven't moved yet. You're still yep. in the ghost house? We're still in the ghost house. <laughs> My kids are afraid to go to, like, any room by themselves, which is just crazy. But other than that, we're okay. <laughs> it's all fine. It's all good. So how do you live in a house if your kids don't go into the rooms by themselves? Do you, like, it's, buddy up? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we, <laughs> um, we keep all of our kids' clothes in the laundry room. Like, I don't have, um, like, dressers or anything because I didn't want to deal with the mess. So I have these little cubbies with all of their clothes in them. And then so when their clothes are dry and clean, I just put them right in the box. And then that's where they get them. And it's in our laundry room down there that's it's unfinished. But for the longest time, they've been just fine, like, going downstairs to get their clothes. Like, all their rooms are downstairs, too. But lately... Like every single one of them. Will someone come with me to go get my clothes? Uh-huh. So I make them buddy up. Usually it's a six year old and the four year old that I send downstairs. You both go down, you both go get your clothes <laughs> and get dressed. So, goodness. It kind of reminds me when you're about to get in the shower and then you hear a noise on the other side of the house. So you're running like butt naked through the house with a towel and you're trying to go as fast as you can to like <laughs> check, make sure no one came in and you're running back and. Need yeah. A buddy system yeah. For that. <laughs> you need a buddy system. So run some with somebody yeah. through the house, but naked. I don't think I want a buddy for that. No. I wouldn't mind. I'm like, just take care of the noise. We're gonna do this together. Just fight off an intruder. Then wouldn't you just just send that person? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like tag teaming zombies or something, but yeah, that might as well just sacrifice them. That's what they're there for. It's not the UPS there you go. Man. That's why you're married, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carry my luggage and to be the zombie sacrifice. Is that in your vows? There you go. <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> Missed opportunity there. Uh, when you renew them, make sure you add that in. They'll <laughs> be like, what about this extra clause you inserted? Don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> well, it's funny because we're kind of low-key wannabe preppers. And so, like, we totally would, but it just means energy buying everything. But the one thing my husband does do is buy knives. And so I'm not even kidding. We have a katana underneath the bed, another knife that's, like, six inches underneath his 
mattress by his pillow and they're just like scattered throughout the house so just in case anything happens like we will be ready so he apocalypse you're ready he won't be a sacrifice then (laughs) yes he'll be prepped for this he'll be be protecting you he'll just grab (laughs) some as he's running by (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious and had a segue i baked cake <laughs> Hannah is back, so we're talking baking again. They're like, "What did you do this week?" I'm like, "Uh, you know, it's we do go out some. It's less lockdowny in um, rural BC than many parts of the world right now. Um, but I still do mostly stay home, and I baked a carrot cake. I have a um, book coming out this week, a nonfiction book about Instagram, and I made a deal with myself." Um, when my last book came out, that I should always have a birthday cake for my books. That's I fun. Like, I think there's like not enough fun in my life right now, and I always like make cakes only to I don't know take for events that I don't have in my life. So I'm like I'm just baking a cake for my book. Uh, so my Instagram book got a carrot cake, which I thought was appropriate because it's orange, orange and my book yeah. cover's orange, and Instagram's kind of orange. The girls thought it should have pink icing. Did you do the frosting no, themed? It was just cream cheese icing because. You have to. Um, and then, like, <laughs> pecans around it. Well, otherwise, it's a terrible carrot cake. Yeah. Like, fight me on that. Should you have yeah. any icing other than cream cheese on a carrot cake? No. I mean, sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I might, I might really? fight you on that one. With all her knives. Watch out. <laughs> oh, with all my knives. She's in another country. I'm safe. For now. <laughs> For now. Yeah, you live in the rural area. That's like where you want to go. Oh yeah. Zombies. So I might be you coming. Sure. Down I have visit. chickens. I have a good garden. And I keep telling her I'm gonna come visit because she has seasons. I do have seasons. I it need snowed seasons. this week. That was kind of exciting. And now it's kind of raining on the snow, which is less exciting. <laughs> I just want anything. Like I just want clouds in the sky at this point. This whole like I, all of twenty twenty was like basically no clouds, so I'm just, I want some clouds in my sky. It kind of matches with 2020's mood. Just scorching, never ending, obliterating. So 2021's just going to be so much better. I might have have a cloud or two in the sky. (laughs) It already is because this podcast is out. Exactly. That is true. We should definitely bake cake for the podcast release. Oh, yes. That would be fun. I think that's a fun uh, idea. I've done idea. it once for one of my witch books. One of my friends baked cupcakes with like the colors from the cover. That's cute. And I thought it was really fun. I brought it to work so everybody like could celebrate with me. Um, and I feel like that's such a fun idea because we don't celebrate our releases anymore. We just kind of put the book out there and be like, yay. Okay, next. <laughs> I know it's like the next day it's like and now we're on the next book. exactly so I think it's so cool we should we should all like make a pack to celebrate our our releases more I because so. they're that's a huge deal any book that's is a true. huge deal so why do you think that is like why do you think we just throw ourselves a little party and then or forget don't about it or don't like, yeah. why don't I don't know <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like for me all. personally it's just because I I'm first of all very bad about talking about my books like 
my mom has to constantly be like, can you just tell people you write books? Like, can you just work on this for me? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm working on it. Um, but I think a big part of it is just because we have to be creative, but we also have to be business minded. And so in our minds, we're like, okay, this is a business, like it releases a business situation. So we did it. Now we're on to the next business transaction mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, we forget to like to celebrate the everything we put into it (laughs) well and usually by the time it comes out too you've been done with it for a while true yeah the first draft was written a long time ago you've been through lots of edits you probably you're just so (laughs) yes yeah maybe a little of that (laughs) yes i know like going through like the last few typos isn't super exciting but i think that's maybe part of the reason why i'm like you survived copy edits yes you deserve a cake (laughs) and like formatting and all the little extra things we do but maybe that's it we want our cake after we finish the (laughs) editing process because yes. we survived it, and so we don't think about doing the cake yeah. on the release. Well, day. I have been, I'm releasing this one like the week I finished my edits, so it's the same thing. <laughs> very close. Um, yes, it's a, it turned out very tight at the end because it's one with a lot of interviews, so I had to wait for like to try and collect all my interviews, but it's all good. And and Valia, I cake. I cake. <laughs> I, I I bake to cope, but Valia just buys more plants. How many plants did you buy this week, Valia? Uh, I also really buy a lot of plants. That? I'm not. I'm not judging. Well, I'm, no yes, judgment zone. Um, so I love my plants too. <laughs> you do. You actually have a lot of plants, which I love. Um, I have. T- did you count yours? No. I posted on my Instagram, and I counted mine just to post, and there were 23 of them. Which I feel like is a reasonable. Yeah, I have more than that. For and sure. I know you do. I was like, does Valia have fifty? I might you have, have more than fifty. I don't know. I might have more than fifty. I really need to count. I would count. like you to count. What? Next episode, please tell us. Okay. How many plants? I you suppose have. I can do that. No, um, we have like a uh, big warehouse nursery type of place here that um, gets in like new shipments every week and. My mom and I, we don't actually, I've only been there three times and I'm very proud of myself for that (laughs) because I would go all the time, but, um, they had one of my dream plants, which is a black velvet alocasia and it, the leaves are just so gorgeous and they feel like velvet and I am just obsessed with this plant and I'm so happy I have it. Um, we bought a few plants cause they had very little, like, um, two inch plants cuttings so I'm trying to move all of my plants into LECA which is a substitute for soil and so the little plants work better for something like that because it's kind of like propagating them and teaching them to live outside of regular soil um so yeah can you hear the affection in her voice when she talks about <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm still stuck on this it fake soil like, thing. That just took a side yeah. by turn It's like turn little clay me. balls, isn't it? Yes. Like, they look like po- Cocoa puff, Puffs. Like, that's what everybody, everybody sees them. They're like, why did, why is your plant in Cocoa Puffs? puffs? And I'm like, because they love sugar. <laughs> so is that kind of like that space ice cream, the Dippin' Dots that people were trying to be cool about like 15 years ago? Oh, I don't ago? know. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Those were amazing. <laughs> what? 
Okay, so it was like space ice cream. So instead of real ice cream that was creamy and smooth, it was like, like little dots. They're, yeah, they're you... flash freeze. Wait, yeah. did they sell them at like movie theaters? Maybe. I know those at the mall. There's a stand at the mall. Okay. But it, that just kind of reminded me of like space soil, <laughs> like little balls. <laughs> space balls. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that brings back some memories. <laughs> <laughs> so our allocation is like that. Is that like the African mask? Yes. Yeah, that's the same that's family. Because right, I have one of those, but it's you not. You do. You have the poly. Mm-hmm. See, she knows. I already know it's one of those. She knows which one it is. <laughs> yes, because I've seen it in I your know. pictures. I'm like, oh, look, because I only just uh, barely got one of those. One of my friend's coworkers, she, I got her into plants uh, recently. And so she's she lives where their stores like fries and stuff actually carry these type of plants. And so she will literally take her husband and they'll go and drive. If I send her a picture, I'm like, can you check your fries next time you go? Ten minutes later, she's like, oh, we're here. And I'm like, no, I didn't mean right now. (laughs) Crazy person. (laughs) She's amazing. She actually just bought me two plants that um, I'm waiting to, like, get from her when I go back to work. But it's a begonia and a uh, black or raven zizi. Which I didn't know they made black is, ones. Okay, we're gonna have to stop yeah. this soon or we'll just <laughs> Yeah, we're just gonna so keep like, talking I have about a it. Green but anyway. Zizi. I don't have a black zizi. I do too. But yeah. Anyway, I love plants. I will always talk about plants. And if anybody needs the right recommendations, I'm here for you. I so do. If you, if you That's were true. one of Joanna's the moving. Yes. If you were one of the witches in your books, you'd be like a plant magic one. I would. I would probably be Brianna, which is my eldest sister in the Hawthorne family. And she's the one that does like the herbs and she does grows everything herself. Like that would 100% be me. I can see it. Which one kills all the plants? Because that would be me. (laughs) I have one plant and I'm plant sitting for my sister who lives in Italy. And so I'm just praying I can keep it alive for the next three years. Three years is oh a my big commitment. I know. <laughs> I it's know. like I can't even I can't keep anything alive. So but his name is Andy and he sits in our living room and I'm supposed to What kind of plant is it? Okay, I'm gonna butcher the name, but like a pot hose? Path? Pothos? Yes. Pothos. That one. Oh, here, <laughs> okay. I can tell you a trick for that. If okay. it starts to die, chop the end off, stick it in water, it'll root and you can make a whole new plant and she'll never know unless she listens oh. to this podcast. I have yeah, I have they propagate them. so easy. I've killed them like ten times, and you just like make them to cuttings, and you get like a new plant like two weeks later. That's Wait, genius. so you just like very cut it off at them. the base. You cut it off at a no. little leaf node, and then mm-hmm. you stick it in water, and it grows new roots. And I'm doing hand motions that no one can hear, <laughs> um, but they're the root, the roots. Um, they're very easy to propagate. So if you start killing it, you talk to Miravalia, and we will help you save your. Yep. Andy. My Andy. <laughs> so Andy. is a plant node like the little knuckle things at the base of the leaf? Yeah. Basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm tracking. <laughs> yeah, I have so many root uh, like cuttings all over the house because I have a regular pothos and I have a neon pothos. And then I have a couple other vining plants and they all propagate the exact same way by cuttings like that in water. So I just have like little vase all over the place like they're just sitting yep just like that hannah showing one of her little cuttings <laughs> it was what it's an entire plant it fell off my bookshelf oh, there is. anyway anyway yeah sorry 
this Damn. you guys started this <laughs> you asked me questions sorry i just like needed to take a breather there so emotional for you <laughs> i got so excited i'm like plan i'm always so jealous when i see your instagram videos of that plant warehouse anyway it's fine I know. I really need to count how many I have. I gave. I always give some away, though. I propagate them and give I them away. Too. So, I wish we could send them to Joanna so that she could yes. get little plants from us. <laughs> it would be so fun. Well, I can because I'm in the states, it's so true. we'll probably get there <laughs> sooner. Die. <laughs> it would be mean. To yes, but pothos is a very good starter plant because they're pretty easy and they vine so one plant can really take up a lot of space yeah it's kind of eating a little table it's got little fringe oh yeah 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 hannah's showing a photo of it vining like across her entire room it's like yeah i love it mine is not that big yet it's barely vining it's like the size of my hands basically a little bit holding out <laughs> from my body that makes no sense <laughs> mine's probably 10 meters long if you oh, count the oh wow, wow. wow. Yes. that's wait cool. wait 10 meters in american is like 30 feet wait, <laughs> no what? it's probably like 10 feet actually. i'm like that's not right <laughs> wait I can't find it. A meter, a meter is a little five bit meters. shorter than a yard. Yes, a meter is a little short. Five yards. Five yards. We'll say five that. yards. So about 15, five yards. Fifteen feet. About yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is why I write. I don't math. <laughs> I don't math either. <laughs> I don't math. Yeah. We'll see how much editing Polly has to do. Yeah. Oh, I'm like <laughs> ethically long conversation. There. I'm keeping all of this. All in. of it. I have found that people really love plants, That's actually, true. which is very fascinating to me. But they always just want to know more. And if they'll see something online, they're like, what about this one? And I'm like, I'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I read this uh, feng shui book yesterday because our space is going to be small. And it had all these like tips on, you know, how to make your home better. And a lot of it was about plants. So I'm like, yes, I need plants like everywhere. And if you have a small house, it's easier to make it into a jungle, which is my goal basically that's what my bedroom looks like right now we just had people over last night to come pick up some plants and (laughs) they came in and just like you just live in a jungle i'm like yep it's great there's so much oxygen in here (laughs) valia of the jungle (laughs) yeah that's gonna be my memoir uh title right there (laughs) one of these days days. okay so i think we should talk about some books because we read some books (laughs) actually a plant podcast (laughs) I know. I could start one of those, actually, and just talk about plants all day, but we should talk about books. Are we going to tell them what the trope is? Should I tell them what the trope is? Go for tell it. Tell them what the trope is. So, Valia keeps us organized, and she made a list of what everyone's going to talk about, and or sorry, like what each group was going to talk about, and she put me down for all the romance tropes, and I don't know if it was on purpose, because I love romance. It wasn't. <laughs> See, it's just lucky. I was like, yes, I can talk about that one and that one. And I've read books about that one. And I love it. So today we're talking about um, friends to lovers, which I always say is like what you should actually go for in real life. Like all the other ones seem yes. like they're fun, but like try and find a friend to fall in love with. Which is I, what did I did that. It worked out well. Yes. See? Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, enemies to lovers is much less of a good idea <laughs> if you're not like... Yeah, those are usually toxic relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's so what you can find baggage. in a dystopian wasteland, a wasteland, then like, 
go for it but um, <laughs> there's not much else realize. choice <laughs> um yeah and because of that i think we see them more often in contemporary novels than in mm-hmm. fantasy and sci-fi um because i think it just like feels more realistic i don't know so i read um anna and the french kiss and by stephanie perkins which is like is the cutest ya contemporary romance and it's about a girl in grade 12 Anna, and she gets sent to Paris to go to a boarding school there, which she doesn't want to. And this is when you're always like, I would have wanted to, though. Like, would you not have wanted to? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> I got sent to Paris in a boarding school. <laughs> My life is terrible. There's cute boys everywhere. Anyway, but... <laughs> And she, like, falls into this friend group, and one of the friends is um, Etienne St. Clair, who, like, it's just this long, like, they're friends for the whole thing, but you can tell they both like each other the whole time. But he's unavailable because he has a girlfriend who you hardly ever see because she graduated already, so she's, like, not there that much. And Anna has, like, this guy back home who she kind of, like, I think they kissed once or something, so she's like, maybe there's something Mm -hmm. there. So there's, like, all these obstacles, and it's Honestly, it's hard to explain because Stephanie Perkins is just a very addictive writer. And the first time I read mm-hmm. it, I read the entire book. I had insomnia and I just read it all that night. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was, Good I don't choice. know if that helped me. Usually I'm like, reading will help me fall asleep. And in this case, I just read the whole book. So it did not help me fall asleep. <laughs> but it's very cute. Um, and it does take them quite a while to get together. But there's that like... You can tell they low-level like each other the whole time. There's, like, flirty banter, which I like, where they're, like, trying to not, and everyone around them's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's something going on, which is part of the fun, I think, of Friends to Lovers. And I think it is, like, I love I love good banter. So if they're just, yes. like, friends. Yes. If they're just <laughs> friends and they're just nice, then you're like, whatever. But if they have that, yeah, that flirty banter, that's what the I love. The little chemistry. That sizzle. Chemistry. Yes. So you're yeah. like, ooh. Yes. Well, that way is fun in real life. Yeah, there you go. I think it's one of the few books that I've actually reread because I don't reread very often, mm-hmm. more so now than I've ever done before because I always feel, you know, guilty because I have so many more books that I can read. Mm-hmm. But that one is actually one that I have reread because of the banter because I just, it's so fun. Like the whole book is fun. It is. I, read it. I, re- I reread the whole series. Yes, Joanna. Yes. I need to read it. <laughs> Like all, oh, there's two of you. <laughs> all three books are super cute, and I would say like the second mm-hmm. book is Lola and the Boy Next Door, and it's also friends to lovers, and it's a little bit of a swap because in that one Lola's the one who's got a, another boyfriend who's a bad choice, um, instead of the guy in the first one. But they're just I do so like cute. the first one better though. I think I like for the third sure. one too, but it's not a friends to lovers. So do yeah. they stand on like their own? Island. There's a series, but they do they do. stand on their own? Yeah. It's really the only... They're companion. The spoiler is just that the couples get together, so like, you could read them out of order, <laughs> but you'd be like, oh no. It's not really a spoiler. Yeah. Like, the third one, I think, is about somebody you met in the first one. Okay. Yes. So, and, like, they're like companion novels, but you don't actually have to read them in order or anything That's like that. That's what's fun about romance novels. They can do that mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. easily. Well, I love them because you know, spoiler, they're getting together, but at the same time, right. they take you on this emotional roller coaster of drama and hormones and like chemistry <laughs> yes. and everything. Yes. <laughs> it's the journey. And fun yeah. banter. One of my, yes, one of my favorite things, romance ones that I like reread, is this hockey uh, new adult series. 
and it's it's the same way it's like there's four books and i can just read them in any order whenever i feel like which couple i want to like right see yeah. get together again <laughs> i think i've seen this series like Molly it's has all- talked about before Oh. <laughs> yeah because i'm like obsessed with it it's called the, the first book is the deal by l kennedy yeah. like that's like the series it's so good and they have like the deal especially have such i mean amazing like banter and they actually become friends they like enemies in the beginning because she doesn't like him and then she has to tutor him and they become friends and then stuff happens so enemies and to friends to you lovers. should read it <laughs> yes <laughs> you should definitely read it because it's very very fun Adding to the to be read. Yes. So I read Star Cross by Josephine Angelini. It's, uh, I describe it as urban fantasy that plays on Greek mythology, you know, like the gods okay. Zeus and mm-hmm. Hades. And Valia's read it and loves it. I do. <laughs> so, <Love> it so <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, the main character, Helen Hamilton, lives on this small island of Nantucket with her dad. And she's this blonde-haired, gorgeous, tall girl um, who never seems to get sick or hurt or anything, but she hates being the center of attention. She hates it. And the reason why is because anytime the attention's drawn to her, she gets these horrible stomach cramps, kind of like menstrual, menstrual cramps. So she just hates having any attention on her. She's on the track team, and she's a smart girl, but she never wants to succeed too much in either of them so that all of the attention is drawn on her. And she also has these weird dreams where she's walking through a wasteland and she sees these women crying tears of blood. It's very dystopian, apocalyptic. <laughs> and when she wakes up, her feet is like dusty and her bed has dust and dirt all over it and she oh, like doesn't know what's cool. going on. Yeah, so draws you right in from the beginning. Um, so this family, the, okay, I'm probably going to butcher this. The Delos, Delos family? I think so. How you say it? They move in. Uh, technically, it's two families because it's these two brothers and their kids that all live mm-hmm. in the same house. So there's all these cousins. And all of the cousins are like the same age in high school. And there's lots of hot guys in this family. <laughs> 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 and they're all strong and they're incredibly attractive but she could not care less about this family like she doesn't even care even though it's like the buzz of the islands that this family has moved in and her best friend claire who's this cute spunky girl is just like gushing over and like (laughs) daydreaming over them falling in love with these cousins and these brothers so um it's and it's in the description lucas delos he's the love interest here um, but I had to chuckle when she first heard his name, like even before she met him, she's like, Ugh, that's such a dumb name, <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> and because you know that he's a love interest, you kind of have to laugh about that. And that's like important later. But I just thought it was kind of funny that she's like, oh, what kind of name That's is like how Lucas? they cue in sometimes who the love interest is. Yes. They're like, the person's true. immediately like, ugh, and you're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those names that it's not like a boring name or mundane, yeah. like, she doesn't like the name Lucas? Come on. She's just over it. She's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so essentially, um, it's a story about demigods that are called sci- scions. Scions is what I would yeah, say, yeah. yeah. And just history repeating itself or looping itself over and over, specifically with the ancient history of the Trojan War, and like the great gods and everything. 
Um, but so as I was reading this one, when Helen first meets Lucas, she actually wants to kill him. Like immediately wants to kill him. And so I thought, oh, this like, is more literally like a, wants to yeah, kill him? like she oh, okay. attacks yeah. him in the middle of the school hallway <laughs> and wants to kill him. So, um, it kind of, if, yeah, it felt a lot more like, um, enemies to lovers, but they, you find out they get over that urge. <laughs> Not too many, too many those, yeah, those murderous impulses, because he wants to literally kill her too. So, um, after I read that one, I talked to Valia, because I didn't really feel like they were friends. I just felt like they like yeah. hated each other and they wanted to kill each other, and then all of a sudden, all of the romantic, lovey stuff started. So I read the second book, Dreamless, this past week. And there's another character that comes in, and for reasons, dun, dun, dun. for reasons, <laughs> <laughs> she can't be with Lucas, and so, and this this other character, his name is Orion. Um, Great name, I love that yeah. name. He is helping her with something, and she still has these feelings for Lucas, but she can't be with him, and so it's like definitely they're definitely friends, like they definitely have this like friendship connection, and. But then it slowly, you see the sparks sizzle between the two of them. And that one definitely turns into a friends to lovers kind of romance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. I haven't <laughs> I haven't finished the series yet. So I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. But Yeah, it wasn't the best recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But I just love that series so much. And I really enjoyed, I feel like when it comes to friends to lovers, there's never just friends to lovers. Like it's friends to lovers plus something else that, especially in fantasy, yes. that makes it like something else. But with them, I just like really felt that connection that like even when they couldn't be together, they were still there for each other. And that was like the thing that I wanted yes. you to read. <laughs> when I did see that in book two, there were moments where he was being Lucas, was being major yes. jerk to her. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> but they, uh, I mean, she she becomes better friends with him through this, too, through book two, even though she can't be with him. But one thing I loved about this series, too, is the I talked about last week, but the, like, poetic, lyrical prose. I yeah. love it. And I, like, yeah, copied yeah, yeah. a She's bunch She's a beautiful of, writer. Mm-hmm. It's, can I read one or two? Yeah. Okay, this one's from book one. It says, a storm was gathering over the water, and the fruit-punched colors of the sunset seemed to be trying to claw their way out of the rain clouds. His skin was painted with that dying light, and he was, as always, beautiful. And there's so many of those. It's so good. I like fruit so good. That, yeah. that brings up a lot of... <laughs> you don't think about that. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Right. I still can't get over the thought of, okay, if they actually wanted to kill each other, like for real kill each other in the hallway. That poor school janitor, like that's a huge mess for him to clean up. Like they have got to be giving him a pay raise. Yeah, and there, there, so was, there was some I know, consequences just there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that poor guy. Like, but that actually is a perfect, okay, weirdly perfect segue into the book I read. Now that you brought up murder. Now that I brought up murder. Kind of. More off of what Valia was saying of in fantasy with the friends to lovers, there's usually something else. And I had um, Snow Like Ashes by Sarah. I think you pronounce her last name Raish because it's R-A-A. 
S-C-H. So I think that's how you pronounce it. But it's a YA fantasy. And what's really cool about this book isn't just the friends of low friends to lovers but the world building i really love the world building Mm -hmm. so you have eight different kingdoms four of them are called rhythm seasons and they're basically stuck in this eternal think like narnia with eternal winter but then narnia with an internal summer narnia with an internal fall and like an internal spring and then you have four rhythm seasons and each of those are kind of like our own world where they cycle through all the seasons and underneath some of these kingdoms is this magical mine with this magic source that's been lost to history and everyone is pissed off at the winter country because they lost the mine entrance and it's this whole drama and everyone's like mad at them anyway so enter mira she is from the winter kingdom and they were invaded by the spring kingdom this is all like within the first chapter so no spoilers (laughs) and they are refugees which is a really cool way to start a book, I think. But her friend is Mather, who is also one of the very few refugees from winter. And what I love about them isn't just the whole friends to lovers things, but that you can kind of tell Mather's into Mira more than she's into him. But like partway through the book, they throw in another trope, which is the forced betrothal or the forced like marriage, arranged marriage thing. I love a forced <laughs> So do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's super fun to see how that twists. And because she and Theron, her forced like betrothed marriage person, they actually do have some chemistry. And so it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to see this chemistry she has with this new guy and how she loves how he um he kind of steps into his kingdom and helps rule his kingdom versus Mather, who is supposed to be the inherited king of winter and how he's a refugee. He doesn't really have a lot of power. And so they kind of contrast the two, which is super fun. And then what I also liked is in book two and three, Mather has his own point of view. And so you kind of get a mm-hmm. different chunk of the relationship from his point of view and see how his feelings develop, um, but also how they kind of go with the plot and stuff. So, yeah, that's a great trilogy, and I definitely recommend it. Sounds good. I need to read that I love those books, too. I think that was one of the ones that I really enjoyed, um, like, the love triangle, quote-unquote, the way it was done. I... There was actually a point, I think, in the second book where I was like, wait, does she actually like him? Or, you know what I mean? Like, there was actually, like, wait a minute, and what what who she's gonna pick like i don't understand because sometimes it's so obvious but in that one it it wasn't yeah, obvious you honestly don't that. know like you're kind of going back and forth like i actually don't mm-hmm. know which would be the better choice for her if only real life right? was like this like- <laughs> <laughs> yes i think it's very hard to do a love triangle that is that like hard to choose you know you usually always cater towards one person or the other but with her I was like I want both of them (laughs) yeah just arm candy one for each arm (laughs) yep there you go one for each season hey there you go (laughs) yeah I love it makes me want to read her other books she's got um Sarah has Rebel Rebel Waves, I believe, is the first mm-hmm. one. And I started reading it, and it was one of those books that you know that you're going to love, so you want to buy it and not rent it from the library. 
and I had rented it from the library. Mm. So it's one of the ones. <laughs> so I like didn't read it so I could buy it and read it, if that makes any sense. Book buyer. That makes yeah, sense. Okay. <laughs> you're in a good company. We know what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, I really like her writing too. I feel like she has a she has does a really good job with like her descriptions and stuff like that. I am interested now. I had looked at the covers and honestly thought they were dystopian. Um because oh, the, okay. because the covers are like those symbol covers. The symbol. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, no, yeah. very fantasy. Very very fantasy. <laughs> It's, very, it's definitely a different type of a cover for that genre. And now that you say that, because, yeah, you're used to, like, the girls with the pretty dresses for stuff like that. Yeah, or else, like, pretty typography covers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it right. came out before the girl on the cover was a trend. And so. Maybe, yeah. For a, That's true. Yeah, so I think there was a little bit more symbol-y stuff going on in the trad world at that time. Yeah. Yeah, those, I mean, covers change all the time, mm-hmm. so I'm sure she'll get, like, a rebrand Probably. that's more on for right now or whatever. Because I've been seeing but... Set Fire to the Gods on Bookstagram, which is also her, um, which yes. I also have not read, and that cover is much more fantasy. I didn't, re- yeah. I didn't realize it's the same author by looking at the two covers. There you go. Now yeah, I need to read them, that's too. True. <laughs> yay i'm gonna get i'm basically just gonna get everybody to read my favorite trilogies and series <laughs> from this well then podcast. we're gonna have to get you to read all of ours well yeah obviously my list is like growing <laughs> after every single recording <laughs> read books and buy but, plants got it yep that's all i do <laughs> oh and i write them too sorry <laughs> i guess i should add you that write in books and plants <laughs> and grow plants yeah well, I did read a book this last week, um, and I read The High Society by Ali Carter, and it's actually one of my favorite young adult series because it's it has to do with, like, heist. Like, I mean, obviously, heist society, <laughs> but <laughs> if you think about, like, Ocean's Eleven or something like that, but it's for uh, teen girls. kids. Teen girls. Yes. Oh. And I really like Ali's writing, too. But basically, this book centers um, around Katerina Bishop, Kat. And she's also in a boarding school at the beginning of the book. (laughs) And then something happens where she gets blamed for, I think it's driving or getting, like, the principal's car into the school or something like that. And she's like, I didn't do it. But they're like, yeah, you did. So you have to, you know, suffer the consequences. And the whole prank basically gets her kicked out. Um, And the whole reason for that is because her friend, Hale, (laughs) is the one who did that to get her out of school because her dad is in trouble. And so that kind of just like starts off her whole... What a way to get her out of school, though. I know. I know, right? so epic. (laughs) Be like, yeah. That's Hale, though. He... I just love him as a character. He's just... I don't know. He's so fun. And her relationship with him is really fun. They actually met during a heist, like way before this book started. And so, um, yeah, her dad is blamed for like stealing a bunch of artwork or something like that. I feel I feel like it's like five pieces of painting. Um, and yeah, he's in jail basically at this point for this. And so she puts together a crew to steal these pieces back and get her dad out. 
And um, so you meet like a really fun cast of characters during all of these. And it's literally teenagers who are these masterminds at heists, which I think is so fun outside of a fantasy setting. Because I feel like I've seen it in fantasy setting, but like in a contemporary for somebody to be like, no, actually, like this is legit how you can do it (laughs) because this is real life um, is really, really fun. And yeah, like... Hale and Cad, their whole relationship is just really, really fun because both of them are so brilliant and also have so much history like between their families. And also they have a lot of responsibilities, like realistic responsibilities put on them. And so there's very much of like up and down in their relationship, the whole trilogy. Um, Actually, maybe there's four books now, but I feel like when I read it originally, it was only three and yeah, they uh, they have to work together and they have to get her dad out of jail, which they do. But um, that's not really a spoiler because that happens pretty. I feel like it happens pretty uh, fast in the books, but I really enjoyed it. I think I really enjoyed the fact that it was a like we talked about, like contemporaries usually do friends to lovers. Mm-hmm. And this was like a fun series that had friends to lovers that wasn't true contemporary it still had those like adventure elements and them doing these like unrealistic things but also realistic things that could happen and yeah I highly recommend that series I think it's really really fun and their relationship like the way it develops by the time I think the third book centers more about um his family and like him being in this position where he's either taking over the family or he's going like his own way. And so there's like a lot of will they, won't they survive this friendship to lovers situation without losing like each other completely, which I think like the stakes are so important (laughs) in friends to lovers. And there's already a huge stake because you're friends first and you know, you obviously want to keep that relationship But yeah, I just, I like those books a lot and they're really like fast paced and just fun. It sounds really cute. You should read it if you haven't. I've read them. They're great. You have? Yes. I love her, uh, the spy, the Gallagher girls. I love that series too. Mm -hmm. My youngest sister got into them and I binge read the entire series like in a week. They're so good. That one was really fun, too, because I think when I read those books, it was before the High Society. um, That was like my first introduction to Allie's books. And that one surprised me because you know how usually when you like meet a love interest, that's the love interest that like stays Mm -hmm. through the whole series. She broke that. And it's not the case. She broke that trope well. And she did. Yes, she did it so well. And you're like, oh, okay. But and then I also like love the actual love interest that stays like what happens there that's a good enemies to lovers i feel like i I like that when they when it's if it's a long series if it's not necessarily the first guy just because it like allows you to have a slow burn romance while still having enough entertaining romance in the first book like the thing like you're still like ooh, like you're a little into the first romance but you're like by the time they get to like book four or whatever and they get together with the guy who's really meant for them it like feels much mm-hmm. stronger because it had all that build up yeah that's true which i think is good yeah. i need to read those you do they're so fun 
And that's also something that I love about another series that we've talked about here before that I like preach for everybody to read. <laughs> but they do the same thing. It's like the first book has a love interest that doesn't end up being anything past the first book. In which one? And I don't know if I should say because that's kind oh. of a spoiler. <laughs> So I I'm gonna vaguely can, not tell you. Can you tell me later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it is a fantasy series, and the way that's done in that series is very, very well done too. Because you're like you expect it to be this whole situation, the way it's gonna play out, and then you get to the end of book one, and you're like, holy moly, I am left with nothing. Like, where's book two gonna go? Aww, and then book two is even better than the first one, in my opinion. It's my favorite of the series. So yeah, it's really fun. I love when authors kind of churn it up on their head and try new things mm-hmm. <laughs> with the love interests. So unlike Valia, who's super sneaky and won't tell you what she's been reading, um, for spoilers, I'm going to tell you <laughs> about a, a book I just finished. I, I don't know. First, I feel like I have to, if this is like not Friends to Lovers, but I've been reading Audrey Gray's um, Rune Kingdom, Kingdom of Runes okay. or something. Um, and that one has that kind of bait and switch love interest. Spoilers. Um, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I keep, I'm going to tell everyone to read these because I think they're like Sarah J Moss, but with tighter writing and less randomness okay. um so there you go it's not friends to lovers so well kind of i don't know <laughs> it's a big mess is what it is to lovers um, who's the author again can you say the audrey, author name? audrey gray audrey gray okay yeah writing that one down too um but i did recently read a um friends to lovers book that one of my readers recommended to me because sometimes in my newsletter i'm like tell me what books i should read um, and I was in a contemporary romance mood, and so I read Cinder and Ella um, by Kelly Oram, which is, it honestly, I, I don't know if you guys have read Geekerella. Yes, I no, love that one! <laughs> I, so this, it's like a lot like Geekerella, and came out before Geekerella, and I was like, hmm. Um, but it is a bit different, because it's got like a similar, like, geeky contemporary vibe and it's this um girl who's a she's like a book and movie blogger and she has this friend who had like been commenting on her posts and then they like started texting each other and they're like best friends her and this guy and then she gets in a car accident like while talking to him on the phone not she wasn't driving her mom's driving and and he thinks no texting and driving and he thinks she's dead pretty much because he didn't hear from her and like for like months and she's actually like has burns over three quarters of her body and is in like this intense physio therapy and all this stuff i know it's so it's way more it's way more heart-rending than geekerella was way darker than geekerella It it is and her mother dies and she has to like so she has to live with like, the step family, right? It's, like, her dad and his new family, and there's all this, like, drama about that. And then it turned, like, it's all trying to, like, is she going to meet this guy for real? Like, do they want to meet each other, or are they afraid that if they meet in real life, it will, like, ruin their friendship that they've had? And then they start to, like, have feelings for each other, just, like, they start talking on the phone and stuff like that, but they're still not meeting. And it's a bit of, like... It's not, I don't know, like, what's a spoiler? Because you get his 
perspective too and he's like okay. the actor who's playing the lead in the like movie version of their favorite book but she doesn't know who it is because he's afraid it will like change everything if she finds out who he is so there's like all these layers of like they like each other but they're too afraid both of them because she's afraid because of all her scarring that he won't think she's beautiful and he's afraid that he won't she won't treat him normally when she finds out that he's like this big star um so it's like this whole all is, so if I need an angsty read, it is, it is <laughs> I angsty. need to read Cinderella. And at the beginning, I was a little like, is this too angsty for my mood? Um, but their interaction, it does have like great banter. Their interactions are really cute. And she does have like okay. a really good character arc. It just she starts at kind of a dark place for it. And like mm-hmm. has to. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're in a it. car accident that kills your mom and covers your body, three fourths of it right. in scarring. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> and she has to walk with a cane. And like, there's all these like, she's like severely injured from it yeah like they didn't pull back from that at all which i thought it was good it's always i don't know i love that that sort of thing you don't really see characters with disabilities or Mm -hmm. i'm assuming she's got one if she's walking with a cane yes yes but you don't Um, see them falling in love so that's really awesome Mm -hmm. it's great and i know like i haven't read book two yet um it's a bit of a problem because book one does actually end quite satisfyingly so i'm like do i i'll get around to it book two Mm. um but she does like there's some improvements that she makes with her health over time just like that would naturally happen but it's laid out very clearly that she's going to be disabled for the rest of her life and that's part of what he has to learn like or she has to trust him with that side of her Mm -hmm. um which i thought was really great that sounds good yeah now i want to read it too the list I from know. today I know. <laughs> I know we all have like our little like pen and paper like okay one more for the yeah, list yeah just gonna 10 books on each <laughs> well i read a good friends to lovers novella written by hannah sandvig who's that okay <laughs> <What>? <laughs> called the lily gate um it was it is is was featured in the bachelorette it's the princess anthology? bachelorette anthology yeah from yes. like that's what I wrote it for. So it's got like this funny bachelorette vibe. Oh, which you're the bachelorette person. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like it. <laughs> yes, I liked it a lot. So it's a retelling of the Frog Prince and the main character, Tuala. Is that how you yes, say your name? Yes. Tuala is a princess and needs to choose a husband based off of a like bachelorette type of. For, for good reasons. <laughs> you mean she's yeah. there for good reasons or the right reasons or? I mean, like, there's a reason why she has to choose a husband through a bachelorette contest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. There's lots of pastries and there's a mishap with losing some pastries. And it's a tragedy. The tragedy. <laughs> True tragedy. But yeah. she becomes friends with a little frog who promises to help her sort out who's good out of these bachelors and who's not and it's the frog prince telling retelling so, so like no, uh, <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers but there. You know. <laughs> it's very cute and very hannah yeah and i love the pastry exactly very <laughs> hannah it, it was very it's very short so they're like the angst level is incredibly low um i i describe it as being like if a normal book is like a nice meal then that book is like one of those mini cupcakes that you get but like with really good icing yes i (laughs) love those perfect (laughs) like when you're in the mood for something little i'm hoping to have 
like I illustrate all my books. I'm hoping to have my little illustrated paperback up by the time this comes out, but you'll have to see. The ebook will be up. Available. Yay. Should be <laughs> so cute. Well, my book is Ranger's Oath. It's the first of the Fall of Radiance series by Blake Arthur Arthur, can't say that name. Blake Arthur <laughs> Peel. So I have not read this, but it's definitely on my to read list because it's so up my alley. So think epic fantasy along the lines of Sarah J. Mass and Brandon Sanderson. And it basically starts off when a village is mysteriously destroyed. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, kicker thing going on there. (laughs) And nobody knows who did it. And they're all kind of blaming each other. But this one is a friends to lovers as well. So a boy and a girl have to team up and they basically have to save the world. And yeah, so at my alley, I'm reading this as soon as possible. Yeah, I put that on my list too. Because when that got recommended to us, I'm like, that sounds good. I know. It does. Epic fantasy, demons, destroyed villages. Yep, sign me up. I was with it on the romance side, but the demons yeah. sound cool too. Yep. Abby and I are on the demon side. Yeah. We're like, if you want the, the blood sausage meal, thanks, not the cupcakes. There you not go. Not the cupcakes today. <laughs> I love how different we all are, but also that like we just love books so much. <laughs> That it doesn't matter. But the book that I want everybody to read is In Her Dreams by Joanna, who is here with us today. Um, It's a time travel romance, which I used to read a lot of time travel. And I haven't been doing that very often recently, but I need to because... It's so good. But also Joanna's book is so good. (laughs) And I'm going to ask her to talk about it because I don't want to give away the spoilers (laughs) about what happens. But it's also Friends to Lovers. And it's really, really good. So So you'll give her the hard job of not spoiling (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I, I talked about it a little bit last week. But Emily, the main character, she essentially travels back in time in her dreams hence the name in her dreams (laughs) (laughs) and um really the premise she's she keeps going back in time to this to like visit this girl named lucy who lives in the turn of the 20th century like 1901 so long long time ago and in her waking life this boy just kind of shows up and he knows her and they have he's known her since kindergarten but she cannot she cannot remember who he is and he knows all this stuff about her and she she has recently lost her best friend for reasons you kind of find out later um and she has no friends because everyone thinks she's like a weirdo because she'll come to class all dazed out because she was like murdered in her dreams the night before and is still trying to recover from that (laughs) so she's kind of like (laughs) this outcast but she can't really talk about it because who does that you know <laughs> so nobody talks in these books no. so this this boy Duncan no comes into her life and um becomes her only friend essentially and there's another boy that she sees in her dreams who's dreamy and everything she wants but he lives in the past like 100 years ago so she kind of forms this friendship relationship with Duncan in the present and is like you know I should 
I really like him. He's cute. I like him. I should consider him because <laughs> he's a good guy and he's here. He's not in 1901. So, so it's really good. You guys should all check it out. <laughs> and a lot of things happen that you would not expect to happen, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> yes. We do. We uh, we do have a thing for romance, and this group does romance really, really well. So, if we ever do recommend any of our books, which we try to, because obviously we want you guys to read them, but from people who actually read these books, we do a good job. They do a good job. It's it's not a just because recommendations, because we really want you to read them. <laughs> Volley also does a good job. Yes. Well, thank you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> anyway. Well, that was fun. How'd you guys feel about that? Did you did you like that discussion? Great. <laughs> My to be to be red pile just got longer. No, I love that. I was gonna say I have like five new books I want to read, and also two new plants <laughs> that I want to buy. So. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, success. <laughs> I'm just gonna get everybody in our little group to get obsessed with plants. <laughs> And all of our listeners, too. And all of our listeners, I need a black ZZ plant now. You guys, it's all Valia's fault. Yeah, you know what? Everything is my fault. I'll I'll take it. (laughs) I will take the blame. But in the next episode, we're going to have two new ladies joining us. So we're changing things up again. I know. We do this a lot, but we have a good group. We want you guys to meet everybody, so... And if you met us all at once, it would be yeah. just too much. Chaos. Way <laughs> <So> overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. So we try to do it this way because it's fun for us also to just spend, you know, one on one time, three on one, four, four on one, however, however that works. <laughs> four, four on one. <laughs> but we are excited for you guys to meet them. So yeah, that's coming next week. But for now, we should talk about what we're reading next. So Hannah, what are you reading this week? What am I reading this week? Well, I feel like this is when I should have talked to you about the Audrey Gray books, which are wonderful. <laughs> um, but I, I'm already done them. I read a lot, and I'm reading a lot in Kindle Unlimited lately because I have been. Um, That's what it's so there I, for. <laughs> I just started, oh, what's it called? Yeah. The Songbird, I think, by Danielle L. Jensen. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which I've heard is a good like YA fantasy romance, which is mostly what I want to read all the fantasy romance um so I just started it but it seems really fun so far and I was like I need something I can finish in like two days um because Rhythm of War by Brandon Sanderson right. comes out on the oh yeah soon in two days so I have to be done so I can uh read that then I always right. buddy read those with my husband so oh, fun. so we get the ebook and we both read them and then we like badger each other That's like cute. have you gotten to that part yet um, <laughs> and if it's really bad that. yeah like watch each other oh that's cute Uh, it's fun it's that's cool all right joanna what are you reading next uh i've had a hard time reading this year i either read super fast or super slow so i'm gonna try to finish Mm -hmm. the two princes of summer by nisa letter because i just binge read dreamless this past week so i need to get back into that sounds good abby what are you reading next well i'm reading four books currently so (laughs) That's usually how I am, too. Yeah. Right. So I'm reading The Blinding Knife by Brent Weeks. Oh, so that's it's a good part one. Of, yeah. I think we had talked about it in one of our just get-togethers. Mm-hmm. The use of magic, like color mm. as magic. Oh, my gosh. It's brilliant. And I love the characters. So I'm listening to that one on audio. I'm reading on ebook uh, 
Neil Gaiman's collection of shorter works that okay. came out this year. Mm. And so they're everywhere from like a page long to a whole novelette. And I discovered Neil Gaiman this year and I'm going, <laughs> why didn't I know about him before? It's just so, He's oh great. my gosh. It's, it's like, awesome. I love it. I love it. And then I'm reading two nonfiction books. Uh, I'm holding them up even though you can't really see them. The Next Right Thing by Emily P. Freeman. It's a book on making decisions and just learning how to simplify your soul in order okay. to make those decisions. Oh. Really good. I haven't read that one, but I love her. Yeah, it's it's really good. This is my second time through it, and I've underlined like half of it. Mm. So lots of good nuggets. And then Wintering, The Power of Rest and Retreat in Difficult Times by Catherine May, which considering you know the last <laughs> year and a bit that <laughs> seems like a really good pick nice so those are my my four cooking in every format possible I love that you read like different genres I think that's really cool I mean I do that too but I know a lot of people always like read one at a time to really get into it and I can't do one at a time <laughs> yeah I know I I actually just finished up two yesterday one was um you, the use of tech, the TechWise family by Andy Crouch, and it had okay. to do with technology. And then um, The Millionaire Next Door, which came out in the mid-90s. So okay. <laughs> I kind of read everywhere. Yeah, you do. That's awesome, though. I have no idea what I'm reading next week because I am traveling. So I'm like, whatever's on my Kindle. No, um, I'm still buddy reading one, the Broken Earth trilogy. So mm. it's obviously budding reading. It's like you have to pace yourself because we read so many chapters. So it's taken us basically the whole year to read it. But I kind of love that because it, there's just so much going on in that trilogy that you just you need somebody to talk <laughs> about everything chapter with so it's been really fun but I did download something Hannah actually recommended like way back in like the beginning of the podcast it's the Belladonna one it's like a holiday romance oh yes 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 so I did download that that, so I might be reading that just because I want something fluffy and like cute and just yeah romance it is 100% that yeah so what midnight moonlight moonlight Belladonna I think so it's it yeah it's really cute i remember it belladonna a place not like the poison plant mm, right it's the name of the girl oh, okay <laughs> it's like romance and poison, and poison. Like, I don't look that fluffy. wait those are my kind of things you go <laughs> i know but this is a fluffy <laughs> light, light and fluffy. fluffy murder it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah, it's her name. It's her name. I Sorry, I had to look it up. It's by Jane Dawson. Well, thank you for listening to The Reading Queens. Before you go, please take a moment to leave us a review and make sure to follow us on Instagram at ReadingQueensPod. And then stay tuned for next week. Happy reading. Bye! Bye.